and welcome to episode 18 of this Inspired by 2020 Visionary Leadership Chat Series. I'm really delighted to uh, introduce a real insp inspirer in Professor Rao. Professor Rao, how are you? Thank you very much, Simon, and thank you for inviting me on your show. You're welcome. And uh, I'm, I'm really honored. You, you, you're the father of soft leadership the founder of MSR Leadership, Consul Leadership Consultants. You have a vision to build 1 million students as global leaders by 2030, which is amazing. You're an international leadership guru. Uh, you've written 48 books, which is just amazing. Um, you're a C-suite advisor. You're a keynote speaker. You're number eight thought leader globally in Thinkers360. And you're also one of the fastest upcoming leadership uh, gurus for globalgurus.org. So it's a real privilege for me as an aspiring leader to be talking to you. So um, thanks for joining me. <laughs> thanks for joining it's me. A it's a great pleasure to be in your show. It's a pleasure for me too. So maybe for the next five minutes, can you just talk a little bit about you and your life and how you came to, to do what you're doing today? Uh, I was born in a poor family. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I was born in a very toxic family and a toxic environment. And uh, right from my childhood, I wanted to study. I wanted to read. Uh, but uh, my family conditions didn't allow me to study, uh, to pursue education. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, before completion of my graduation, I joined Indian Air Force. Uh, because I I I love I love my country and I have passion for uniform and yes. uh, I joined Indian Air Force. So that was the uh, turning point in my life. So after I joined Indian Air Force, I started developing um, positive attitude and I started reading uh, good books and uh, uh, Indian Air Force. So, you know that uh, taught me how to become a good leader. Yeah. So I, I reinvented myself and uh, uh, I started uh, still uh, working uh, in the Indian Force and also I started uh, reading books and also I started acquiring qualifications. Yes. So uh, in the Indian Air Force, you know, I acquired a diploma in mechanical engineering, that is aeronautical mechanical engineering. Yeah. Then I acquired my graduation, that is BSc. Uh, then I acquired my master's in arts, MBA. Yeah. Then I acquired a PG DCLR. That is labor loss. Yeah. Then I have done my PG DBM, that is postgraduate with my business management. Yeah. Then I acquired a MBA, Master of Business Administration. So later on, I joined business uh, for some time, which didn't work out because yeah. some of my relatives, you know, they ditched me. So they betrayed me. So I had to leave that business. And uh, thanks to God that, you know, I entered into teaching field. Okay. So, so I joined for my PhD in 2007 okay. and four years I did my research in soft skills and I end my PhD in soft skills in the year 2011. So I started uh, sharing my knowledge with the students and uh, I discovered my passion for uh, teaching. Yeah. I discovered my passion for writing. So 2010 I became an author and I started writing books. Yes. So, so far I have written 60 books, uh, but I have published only 48 books. Okay. So still there are uh, 12 books which are yet to be published. Wow. Uh, 
so after I joined uh, into the teaching field, uh, I, I earned my PhD in soft skills. And uh, after soft skills, you know, then uh, leadership is very close to my heart. Yes. And uh, I blended soft skills and uh, leadership and acquired uh, soft leadership. So I have written a couple of books on soft leadership and uh, some of the eminent thinkers like uh, Marshall Goldsmith, Dev Aldrich, Jim Coges, many great uh, thinkers, you know, they started helping me. Yes. So Dev Aldrich, the father of uh, modern HR, has written a foreword for uh, one of my books on uh, soft leadership. Okay. So that's how I started my journey without anybody's support. Although I'm a dyslexic, uh, I'm a delay average student, I'm not intelligent, but yeah. I'm very highly imaginative and I'm, I'm a highly creative person. Yes. I may be a below average candidate academically, but my imagination is so big. So I started uh, writing books. Wow. And uh, I have written so many books and uh, uh, some of the books are uh, doing really good. And uh, whenever I find time, uh, I keep uh, writing uh, articles and share my knowledge with the world. Yes. I'm unemployed for the last five years without any income, but still I'm passionate about sharing my knowledge free with the world. So I keep posting some articles on blog regularly and share yes. with the world. Yes. And I also uh, write books. And also if I get any opportunities to keynote conferences, I conduct training programs. Yes. That's how I do it. Then I started my vision 2030 of 1 million global leaders. So I was going to ask you about that. So before we come on to that, so what, what you've just described, Professor Rao, is a very similar journey to me. So I came from <laughs> a I came from a working class family and and there was there were issues in my family and and I coped with I coped with that by yeah. I threw myself into education. So I, I was the oh. first person in my family to go to university. So very oh. similar. So for uh, me, education and learning, I've had this lust to learn and I read and I read. And now I write. The last four years I've written three books and there's two more, two more coming. So it sounds to me that we have a similar thing going through us. And I think that is resilience and motivation. There's a drive within you. There's a strong yeah. drive to yeah. keep moving on and improving. Would you agree with that? There's a deep drive in you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have a deep drive. I'm passionate about uh, learning. Yes. So although, although I was born in a poor family and in a toxic environment and yes. a toxic family, and uh, I, after I joined Air Force, uh, I didn't give up my education. I was not even a graduate. Yeah. Then I acquired six qualifications after I joined Indian Air Force. And Indian, Indian Air Force, the life was very difficult because morning to night, you know, physical exercises, yes. uh, so many things we had to do in the military. So yeah. I, after doing everything, I used to sacrifice my leisure time for my education. Yeah. Whatever the amount I was getting, little salary I was getting. Yes. Uh, that a part of that salary I was sending to my home, to my parents, yeah. and a part of salary I was using for my education. Yes. So like that, you know, I learned. I didn't have any godfather. Yes. And uh, there was nobody to encourage. Yes. So I started learning by myself by going to libraries and learning yes. books. Yeah. Due to the technology, uh, so now Google and all those things have come. The information has been thrown open. So I started uh, uh, reading online. 
Yeah. And uh, I started converting information into knowledge. That's right. That's right. So, so, so it sounds very similar. And then, so then you mentioned the vision for leadership in 2030. Explain that to the viewers. What, what, what's that all about? And, and why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Uh, the fact is that uh, uh, globally, uh, there is a leadership gap. That means the baby boomers uh, are retiring. The young people, especially millennials, are uh, generation Y. We call them with the different uh, uh, names yes. across the world. We call them as millennials and we call them as generation Y. They are not adequately equipped with leadership skills and uh, abilities. So I belong to Generation X. Yeah. Generation X is the bridge between baby boomers and millennials. So That's I right. thought it was an opportunity for me to bridge the gap between baby boomers and millennials. Yeah. Because baby boomers are retiring and there's a leadership gap across the world. Yes. Uh, the millennials are not adequately equipped with leadership skills and abilities. So, so I created a vision, yeah. 2030, and I worked in a couple of educational institutions. Uh, and uh, I started uh, teaching students. Uh, the students, you know, they belong to somewhere between uh, 80 to 21 years of age. Yes. So that the years, you know, they can be molded easily. Like, you know, I joined Indian Air Force when I was in 18 or 19 years old. So I was molded by Indian Air Force and yes. I became, I joined as a boy and I, I came out as a man. Okay. Yes. So I thought uh, the students can be molded very easily. So I created a vision by 2030, I should build 1 million students as global leaders. Wow. That was the vision I created. It's a non-profit event. And uh, whenever colleges and educational institutions invite me to share my knowledge, I go and share my knowledge freely in the educational institutions. Right. And I found it uh, uh, training uh, 1 million students may not be possible because already I am 56. Yeah. So what I started doing, you know, I started uh, sharing my knowledge through my blogs uh, and uh, posting them on LinkedIn and other social media networks like Facebook. Yeah. I started uh, uh, writing about leadership, personality yeah. development. So all those things I started creating. Even uh, I added a book on uh, Vision 2030, One Million Global Leaders. Yes. Uh, and uh, I have dedicated this book to uh, former president of India, APJ Abdul Kalam. Yes. And uh, Dr. Kiran Bedi has written a foreword okay. for this book. And also, uh, whatever the thoughts come to me, you know, I have the habit of writing. So I convert them into an article and articles I will compile and make them into a book. Yes. That's what I do it. Yeah. Yes. That's what I have been doing it. So I started uh, doing it uh, and uh, now the journey is going on. And yes. this uh, Vision 2030 has won uh, uh, international award from Leadership Excellence. Wow. Yeah, where uh, Bill Clinton uh, came and uh, delivered, keynoted the wow. award function, but I couldn't uh, go because yeah. I was busy with other uh, commitments. Yes. So it's doing good and it has got several awards in India. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure I'll be able to build 1 million students, if not physically, at least by sharing my knowledge. Yes. Freely with the students across the world. And that, and and that I, uh, sorry, I was yeah, going to say that's amazing because we, we were speaking beforehand about, you know, when you give to the universe, 
the universe yeah. gives back and sure and that's what you're doing you're giving to the universe big time yeah. i mean you're giving a lot of your time and you're creating a lot of new stuff and you're sharing it and so what so what do you what i mean you do so many things you write articles you write books you're doing the the the, the leadership the vision for leadership thing what what is your core your main focus today what are you mainly dealing with today what are you mainly working on today so I'm mainly working on sharing free knowledge with the world. This is my yes. core idea. Yes. Because my, I am passionate about sharing my knowledge freely with the world. Yes. I still belong to a lower middle class family and I don't have financial resources. I still uh, live in a rented flat. Yes. Sleep, sleep on the floor without any regular income. But still, I'm passionate about sharing my knowledge freely with the world. Yes. Okay. Because I get some satisfaction. As you said, you know, when you give it to universe, universe will give it back. Yes. And I, I can't give money, but what I am giving, you know, my time. The yes. biggest gift you can give it to anybody is time. Yes. Not money. Exactly. So I, I believe in that. I am giving my time because my time is limited. I don't know how, how many years I will live. But yeah. as long as I live, I want to utilize my time to share students as global leaders and to yeah. share my knowledge freely with the world. Yeah. That's what I am doing. And to sustain myself, to, run, uh, to move my family, if I get any opportunities to provide training programs, yeah. I go and uh, provide and I get money. Yes. That's second. Yes. And apart from that, if any educational institution invites me to provide free training, I go on provide free training. Yes. Through Vision 2030. So yes. I'm just a follower of uh, Peter Drucker. Yes. Uh, uh, the father of modern management. Yeah. Uh, he's my inspiration in management. Yes. So he, what he was doing, he, he started doing many things. Uh, he was charging money for some aspects to run his family, but yeah. he also focused on uh, non-profits, yes. adding value to the societies because yeah. we have to add value to the society. So that is free. That means yeah. he was involved in uh, non-profits. He was also involved in uh, some activities where he was generating income to manage his family. Yes. So that's what I am doing. But he was, he, he, he was highly successful uh, and I still have a long way to go. That's it. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. And uh, again, I'm similar because I, I, you know, I work for, you know, I do programs for business schools. I have training programs in business schools. I work with corporates. I do work with government training. I do training around negotiation and deal making and leadership and mindful resilient leadership and and I, I i love creating um but i also do things for free as well i mean i give my time to to, to charity cause to not-for-profits and um you know i've i've worked for um the junior chamber here in ireland i, I you know i'd lecture so for me mm. and some people say to me why do you do this for free simon and my answer is <laughs> well i get money in from other places it pays the bills yes. And, uh, and I love sharing my knowledge. So we're very, I think, I think we were related in a previous life. <laughs> yeah. I think we were related. The universe is so great. That's why we have come close. Yes. Because we are also doing uh, Same. non-profits. 
Exactly. But I think you are doing you are doing more of non-profits, okay, and yes. less of profits because those profits are required to manage our families and bills, yes. whatever you call in your language. Yeah. So in my case, I have financial constraints, no no uh, uh, enough opportunities to run money, but still I am somehow managing. Yes. And still I am focusing on non-profits. Uh, having drawn inspiration from uh, Peter Drucker. Yes. As I told you, Peter Drucker is my inspiration in management. Yes. Even I have dedicated a, a, a book to Peter Drucker. Wow. Uh, the title of the book is Soft Leadership, A New Direction to Leadership. Wow. So the specialty with that book is that Philip Kotler, the father of modern marketing has written a foreword for that book. Wow. The title of the book is Soft Leadership, a new direction to leadership. Okay. Philip Porter has written a foreword, and I have dedicated this book to Peter Drucker. Wow. Oh, the father of modern marketing has written a foreword, and I have dedicated it to father of modern management. That is Peter <laughs> Drucker. It's, it's amazing. a great coincidence. Yeah. It is a great coincidence. And so um, you, you've written, you say you've written 60 books, which is just, uh, I mean, the amount of time and the thought you must you must be very um, you must have a very good routine you must be very disciplined to, to yes. be thinking and creating would you agree with that you must be constantly thinking and creating yes I do that morning four o'clock I get up every day wow and I sleep night ten o'clock this is my routine okay Monday to Sunday all seven days I keep doing. Yes. There is no rest for me. So maybe I will take rest only at my graveyard. Sometimes I think like that. <laughs> so <laughs> morning 4 o'clock I get up and I thank God for gifting me one more day yes. to add value to the society. Yes. And I I keep writing in the morning. Wow. And I throughout the day, you know, then again I go to gym, do workout for one hour, then come back. Yes. Then again, take a nap. Then again, in the evening, I'll be doing either any interviews or writing books or sharing knowledge. Wow. So likewise, you know, I'm doing it. So I have been doing it for uh, the last uh, 10 years, the same wow. routine. Every day, the same routine. Same routine, no changes, no changes. Wow. That's, that's, uh, dis that's discipline. And so you've written 60 books and 48 are published. Um, Maybe just tell the audience the sort. The, what, what are the sort of the topics, the subjects you write about? You mentioned the soft leadership, um, yeah. but what other aspects of business or leadership have you written about in the past? And what what are the new things you want to write about? What are the new things as well? Yeah, uh, thank you for asking me a wonderful question. And uh, when I was in educational institutions, I was writing books on soft skills. Yes. Because I acquired uh, uh, my PhD in soft skills. And the soft skills are required for uh, not only students, but everyone. So yeah. I wrote a couple of books on soft skills and uh, personality development books and uh, to groom students as leaders. So I have written a couple of books on leadership. Yeah. Uh, uh, then I, I started providing uh, leadership development training programs. Uh, I started teaching for executive MBA. Executive MBA means uh, those who are uh, working in studios for yes. uh, the audience. So they started complaining that the present uh, leadership styles don't work. So we need uh, something different. 
Yeah. Uh, a few years back, they said. Then I coined uh, soft leadership, and I focused a couple of books on soft leadership. Then again, I started uh, writing on institutional education. Then I wrote a book uh, titled "21 Such Sutras for CEOs." Uh, that's okay. a good book. And uh, then uh, I wrote about gender because okay. I have signed up for a hashtag he for she, and uh, I advocate gender equality globally. Yes. Uh, then I wrote a book on. Uh, Uh, gender okay. strategies to build women uh, leaders as CEOs globally, and wow. for that book, the I have dedicated that book to Rosa Parks, uh, yeah. Maya Angelou, uh, then again Oprah Winfrey. So I have dedicated to three women leaders that book, and the greatness with that book is that our uh, the present Vice President of India, Mr. Venkayan Naidu, has written a foreword for that book. Wow. <laughs> oh. So all great people have written for my book. Uh, great people have written four words for my books. Yes. And one more book, see the light in you. I have written that is on mindfulness. Okay. Uh, so I I started uh, reinventing myself and uh, started writing books on spiritualism. Okay. Uh, and uh, His Holiness Dalai Lama, the Nobel laureate, has written a four word for that book. Wow. <laughs> uh, the, the title of that book is see the light in you because see people are having lot of Oh, people have also a lot of depression, anxiety, yes. loneliness. It's it has become a big challenge globally. Yes. Uh, uh, so I thought, uh, let me throw the light on the people. Let people see the light. So that the title I have given, and uh, fortunately, Dalai Lama has written a foreword. Wow. And uh, uh, the book is doing well. So yeah. my areas of specialization is not confined to one area. I started yeah. reinventing myself. Students, leadership, executive education, mindfulness, gender. Yes. Then I also wrote about negotiation skills because I have to publish forty books. Sometimes I can't remember what I have written. <laughs> forty books I don't remember. Then when you when I came across your book deal making, so yeah. I thought I I also wrote a book on uh, uh, soft leadership, connecting with the negotiation skills and uh, yeah. to resolve the conflicts in the world. Yes. And uh, Farhat also a great uh, person has written four uh, words. So uh, that book also received a good number of reviews on Amazon. Yes. So like that, you know, I started reinventing myself. So my areas of specialization are in diversified, like learning, training, soft skills, yes. soft leadership, executive education, negotiation, conflict, yes. peace. Uh, now I am into mindfulness. Yes. So in future, hopefully, I'll be able to write my uh, biography. I want to write autobiography about yes. my life, how much pains I have taken, how much sufferings, struggles I have undergone. Yes. To come up to this level, I couldn't get any support. I yes. have so many challenges, financial challenges. Even today, uh, I have been betrayed by my own relatives. Yeah. born in a toxic family so people yeah. think you know by looking at my linkedin profile is a big man great man traveling in flight across the world that's not correct i still belong to a lower middle class family yes. this is the reality yeah but i'm passionate about sharing my knowledge with the world and that's and that's amazing you should say that because You know, I've written a book on law. I've written two books on deal making. I'm now writing a book called The Growth Journey about how people can um, 
most most of most of humankind looks to grow outside right so we're thinking about money and possessions but outside growth is finite whereas if we start growing inside it's infinite so i'm writing about that so it sounds like we're doing similar things and um and the other interesting thing is that the reason i started this podcast series called the inspired by podcast was that um I see lots of great thought leaders like Marshall Goldsmith and John Matone, and and they're great people. But also there's lots of poor people in the world who don't have the money or they don't have the mind to connect with those great thinkers. So my my goal is is to connect working class, disenfranchised people with great thinkers. And it sounds like you're very similar. Would you say you're very similar? You want to connect everybody. Kind of, you are bridging, you are bridging, bridging the gap, bridging the gap between those people and these people. Yes. And I, I personally appreciate your kind heart. You are too kind, uh, because nowadays most of the people they are takers, I know. not givers. I know. You that. are a giver. No, and you are too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And it's thank important, you. you know. Yeah, it's it's required, and you know, uh, most of the people they are. Uh, us, they always think, "What is in it for me?" I know. But you and I don't. We, you and I don't belong to that group. No. We are givers, and gratefully, there is no competition in this. There is less competition in givers. Absolutely. I hope you got my point. I think. I, I did. There is no competition. That means there are very few people in this. I agree. Who are giving? Uh, <laughs> I agree. I agree. But 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 for us, that inner growth is it the inner growth is more powerful than outer growth inner growth is so powerful um yeah and so i agree maybe just in the last five minutes or so you know this whole right now in the world with coronavirus and you know in america you see race riots and there's a lot of anger and anxiety and worry and depression in the world but but also and the news talks about the negative things but also the human spirit always moves forward. It always continues. And love is always more powerful than hatred. It's always more powerful. Always, right? Yes. Yes. So yes. if, you know, what, what, what do you think will happen coming? Are you an optimist about this current crisis? Do you think that it will accelerate technology? technology? Do you think it will make a lot more people reflect inwards? Are you an optimist or are you worried about what's happening? I'm never worried. I'm an optimist. First Me point. Too. Me too. Okay. Why? Because uh, when a crisis of this thing comes, you know, it will go for better. Yeah. Because people start reflecting. And yeah. you say the media always highlights negative things. Always. Why? Because there's a competition among the media. Yeah. So somehow they want to cook up some stories and write something and spread it. Yeah. And they are using social media. But even then, there are wise people always, intellectuals, they know what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. So this, as long as these wise people and intellectuals are there, negativity can't spread. Yeah. I, I strongly believe in that. So I'm very much optimistic that these things will lead to a better things. Yeah. So now there, there are some racial conflicts that one black man, you know, uh, he, he was killed by a police. Okay. Yes. Uh, so these things happened in the past also, but as a result, you know, the society has transformed. 
yeah. when when Abraham Lincoln was the president of America, actually right from my childhood, Abraham Lincoln has been my inspiration. Okay. Yeah. So uh, there was a civil war at the time, and America was about to be divided, but Abraham Lincoln led from the front. Yeah. He united America as one country. Yeah. And secondly, he abolished uh, that is uh, uh, this uh, slavery too. Yeah. Then he modernized the economy. He yeah. strengthened the federal structure. Yeah. So those things, the challenges were there at that time also. But yeah. and ultimately the society became better. Yes. Then again, Martin Luther King, King came. There was a uh, uh, that is uh, then blacks and whites. Yeah. There were issues, but again it it led to equality. But still there are some inner uh, inequalities. They are coming up sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. we need to contain them by respecting all people, yes. not only Absolutely. black and white, not only developing and uh, developed people across the people. Everybody. Okay, so the world is like one family. Yes. Uh, so in India, we always believe, you know, the world is one family. We are all equal. Yeah. We all have one root. So Vasudaiva yeah. Kutumbo, we call it. Vasudaiva yeah. Kutumbo means the world is one family. Yes. So that kind of uh, attitude we need to build. We need to make people as global citizens. Yes. Yes. So when we make, you know, then gradually we'll be able to build a better world. Yes. And the technology, when you talk about, it is both good and bad. How we take it? Yeah. See, the technology has brought so many challenges. Like you know, now people are uh, uh, not connected physically. Virtually they are connected, and COVID became a big threat. But technology helped us to connect. Absolutely. Right? That's yes. one. That's the plus point. Yes. Uh, because of technology, people worked from home. They generated some income for yeah. companies. Yeah. If the technology were not there, then people wouldn't have worked at home. We wouldn't have come to know about coronavirus. Yeah. So it is both good and bad. How yeah. do we take it? So technology is a double-edged sword. So it is. we should uh, we should harness technology. Don't uh, treat technology as an enemy. Yes. Treat technology as an ally yeah. and uh, harness technology for global good and social good. That's Absolutely. what my message. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, Im imagine, imagine if COVID, coronavirus had happened 15 years ago before Zoom, before Skype, we would all be so isolated. So technology is our best friend. You know, it, it's how we use it. It's how we use it. So, so Professor Rao, just to bring this to an end, if, if you were going to give two or three words of wisdom to a young future leader, to a young future leader from, say, from India, a young future leader who wants to be a true global leader, what two, three, two or three things would you advise that leader to do? Uh, thank you for asking this wonderful question. I always tell my students and my audiences only one sentence, that is, achieve success with integrity. Don't cut corners. If we, if we try to cut the corners, if we try to achieve success by wrongful means, ultimately the truth will come out. So we should yeah. always emphasize achieving success 
with integrity. That's one slogan. Yes. Second thing, we should respect women. We should emphasize women empowerment. And we should advocate gender equality globally. Yes. If women also work hard along with men, we'll be able to build a better world. Yes. Two, that means a bird cannot fly with only, a society cannot grow with only one gender. Society needs two genders to work together. A bird needs two wings to fly. The society needs both men and women coming together and collaborating together. When they collab come together and collaborate together, they will be able to, uh, will be able to build a better world. Yes. The third message is, emphasize humility, humanity, and hope. Yes. These three are the messages. If you want one more message, I would like to give, this is my routine message. Yes. Love your mother, but don't hate another person's mother. Yes. That means, love your country, but don't hate another person's country. Yes. Love your uh, language, but don't hate another person's language. Yes. Love your religion, but don't hate another person's religion. Yes. Love your community, but don't hate another person's community because your mother is important to you. Similarly, another person's mother is equally important to him. To them. I agree. So this, these are the messages I can share. That's perfect. And I couldn't put it better. So how do people find out? How do people in here in Ireland and in America and Australia and Africa and India find out about you? How do they find you? Uh, it's very easy if they Google my name as Professor M. S. Rao. Yes. M means motivation, S means success. Okay. R. A. O. Rao. If they Google, they will find my all uh, blog, especially my blog Vision 2030 One Million Global Leaders. And okay. they can find, find my YouTube channel, they can find my LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, all the social media platforms, yes. and they can acquire knowledge. So specifically, they should subscribe to my YouTube channel, and they should uh, subscribe to my Vision 2030 One Million Global Leaders. So if they subscribe, they they will be getting some motivational quotes and uh, articles on leadership and learning. Thank you so much. I, I, I've been very inspired by talking to you, and and I know you and I. We will have a, a parallel journey going forward. I know this. And um, thanks so much. <laughs> we are destined to meet and we have met. I think maybe in the previous birth we had uh, some connection. So I because agree. you are from uh, Dublin and I am from uh, India. So but we are connected. We are so connected. Universe, universe has brought us together. So let us thank the universe for, yeah. for bringing. Yeah. I am grateful to you for giving me this wonderful opportunity. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.